Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue but What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we are. Here we Alan. are. Wait, do I say that every time? Here we are. No, you I... say, all right. Oh, okay. So I did it different this time. A little Good. bit. We're here Welcome, Alan. On a Sunday instead of a Tuesday. Yeah, a little different, but little uh, you're about to find out yes. why. Yeah. I guess if you read the episode description, you probably know already. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on how you write I've, that. I've got an idea. But, okay. uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, we're here for another episode. Another mutual. Another mutual. Because, again, it's our podcast and we can do what we want. We can, dang it. I don't I know who's saying we can't, but... No one. Okay. I don't think okay, anyone good. cares that much. I was going to fight him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe H- Hank's hot takes will swoop Hank. in. <laughs> or Soup Dog. Oh, Soup Dog. I forget about Soup Dog. Yeah. What's he up to? I don't know. Don't know who it Probably is. Probably fact-checking every episode we do. Oh, crap. I know. I'm in trouble. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we're not here to bash people who have actually given us feedback. Oh. Thank you, Soup Dog. Yeah, thanks. And, and thanks, thank you, thanks, Hank's Hank. Hot Takes. We still need to bring in some fresh bread to sniff. but mm, Next time. Anyway. And after hearing Kirk say what he said about me with black lipstick on, maybe he, <laughs> maybe he wants to feel this. Oh, who knows? Wow. Who knows? That's a hot take. Mm, I don't think it's that hot. I think it's pretty apparent after your reaction. That's true. <laughs> wow. I'm not well, even that far into some beers, and it's already getting weird. Uh, what are you drinking? Oh, I've got another, well, another from last episode. I had a cold fire. So yeah. I got another cold fire. This is a Afogato. Which is a cream ale with coffee and milk sugar. Sweet. It's it is sweet and good. Nice. I've got a uh, just, just the IPA from Gigantic Brewing oh, Company. Sure. I've had that one. Pretty straightforward IPA. Yeah. Nothing special, except for that it's in a sixteen point nine fluid ounce bottle. So I know people talk it. shit about Gigantic, but I've had you know they some really they, good stuff. They, I don't think I've had a beer from them that I didn't like. Yeah, it's just not one one of my go tos. Yeah, they're so. not, but. But it's tasty. Their um, Hellboy series. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. We That was our famous... The Liz uh, Sherman. Well, it was also our famous Abe Sapien one that wasn't blue. Oh, that one, yes. It wasn't yes. blue until like That's halfway right. through the episode. That's right. So. <laughs> that was a fun one. And wow. the disappointing Liz Sherman that wasn't as spicy it was as it not. used to be. Lost, lost the pepper spice. out of it. That's all right. But uh, you know what? Other than that, they're doing a great job. That's what I think. But we're not here to talk about beer. We are not... We are here to oh talk boy. about oh boy, the Midnight Organ Fight by Frightened Rabbit. And you are probably wondering why we decided to release it on a Sunday instead of a Tuesday. And that is because today marks the three-year anniversary of the death of their singer, Scott Hutchison. 
Oh, Scott. Oh, Scott. Oh, boy. Yeah. This and you're probably <laughs> you're probably wondering why why three years? Uh, because we didn't have a podcast when he died. <laughs> yeah, so right. Um. Yeah. What that that was a really shitty day for sure. Uh, an incredibly important band to me. Um, probably to Kirk as well. For uh, sure. I've mentioned yes. it briefly on the podcast. We'll get into it a little bit uh, as we get into the album. Uh, but we wanted to mark the occasion by talking about uh, the band and what is, to me, uh, their greatest album. I mean, it's amazing. Um, but, I mean... <clears throat> right? I don't I don't think there's a bad album by them. No. Uh, I Yeah. So, um, it's, you know, we're, we're going to try not to make it a downer, but it's kind of a downer. Yeah, we're going to try to, we're try <laughs> so. to, you know, not completely bring everybody down but you're right this is a pretty like when oh man, when he died it was like i'll never see them live i'll never you know oh you've seen that's them right yeah i've seen them twice yeah. i'll never see them again you never got a chance nope. um and there's you know there's a big reason uh why he died how he died and you will definitely get that into that on the album um because he is very open about uh his his mental mental health issues and and um it's sometimes he's so open that it's almost uncomfortable yes yeah and it's almost to the point where you're like how did no one like grab him by the shoulders and be like i don't know like i guess maybe they were thinking and I guess I would maybe think this too is like, well, he's using his music as therapy, yeah. which he even talks about. So I wasn't sure when to bring it up, how he died. Yeah, I but, know what you're saying. But, it, but it's kind of uh, the conversation is kind of heading in that way because I know why. Uh, well, at least from his brother. Sure. That I read an article last night um, that was published a year after his death. And his brother was asked, why, you know, didn't you step in sooner? Yes, so sure. on Mar- uh, excuse me, May 9th of 2018, um, Scott Hutchison left his hotel in um, Scotland, which mm-hmm. is where they are from, and was reported missing by his family the next day. And then the day after that, his body was found on the banks of the Firth of the Fourth River and he was declared dead um, left a couple of cryptic uh, really concerning tweets before he left one the the first one saying basically hug your family keep them close I wish I had known that um, and then his very last tweet which is still to this day just very chilling uh, says I'm away now thanks wow and so uh, the interviewer, the journalist, asked Grant Hutchison, who was in the band, his younger brother, you know, do you wish you had stepped in? Do you wish sure. you had done more? And he said, of course I did, but I thought it might make him focus more on what he was feeling and make him feel worse about it that someone was noticing. And so <clears throat> I understand that completely. I mean, you don't. You don't want to interfere too much sure. and make them feel worse, which might inevitably end up what happened to Scott. You know, you know, the day that the news broke that he died, my wife posted the article on Facebook and her caption was, everything is okay until it's not. Sure. 
Yeah. So Scott was very open about his depression, about his alcohol dependency, about Mm -hmm. just everything going on in his life. And he was incredibly vulnerable through his songwriting to the point where, like I said, it almost made you uncomfortable to listen to it. You will find out he literally wrote a song that uh, predicts how he dies. Yeah. He writes a song about how he's going to kill himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't know it at the time. No. But and, uh, it took me a long time to be able to even listen to that song. Sure. And, oh, I believe it. Um, Grant has said, I will never listen to that song. I bet. Again. <sighs> so. I can't. Um, yeah, I can't imagine, like, being the brother. Like, yeah. Wow. So, um, like I said, a very important band to me. Uh, I. I'm not looking forward to this episode. <laughs> um, but it's it's important to me. I was going to say, it's a band we need to talk about. And what a way to to do it in, in making kind of aware of, of what happened. And, you know, to kind of, if, you, if you're having the same trouble. Yeah. You know, that there are people out there to help. Mm-hmm. And, you know to talk to and, and you know, man, I not trying to get too far down this path, but you know, there is help. There is There's and always help. I'm, I mean, always, always, always. If, even if you want, you know, if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone that, you know, like, again, we'll, we'll throw out our, our email, our Instagram, sure, like absolutely. talk to us. Absolutely. You know? um, and I'll put the number for the suicide hotline in our absolutely. episode description. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, I mean. Yeah, maybe uh, that would be a, a good option because I, uh, I could, and I'm someone that has struggled with anxiety and depression mm-hmm. all my life. And I could, I could maybe see that, yeah, going to someone that I know, I don't know if I'd always be comfortable going to someone mm-hmm. personally and saying, hey, I'm having this trouble. Yeah. So maybe it would ha- could help to talk to someone you don't know. I can tell you right now, therapy saved my life. Okay, there you I go. Mean, it's it's not only was I talking to somebody who was actually qualified to give me advice, but I didn't know them. You know, sure. it's, it's yeah. easier to open, uh, sometimes easier to open up about very serious things like that to someone, you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I think we've brought the house down <laughs> quite a bit, so let's, uh, well, let me continue say, to do so. <laughs> let's, just say, let's just say that this is a, an amazing, beside the sad part of it, this is an amazing band, an amazing album. Yeah. And I think I, I wrote it down for a, a few tracks in, but you will find that it is weirdly uplifting. Kind of, yeah. With, with how vulnerable he is about his mental state. Uh, this is a breakup album. It's, yes, to it me, is. To yes. me, the greatest breakup album of all time. Sure. And, and, you know, even with his mental state, where he was at, how he felt about, you know, his ex, like, it's weirdly uplifting. So um, I'm really excited, if you haven't heard it, to share it with you guys. Exactly. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I don't don't abandon us. We're no. We're not going to be we're going to be you know listening to this awesome album and mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So So let's get into uh the band. Uh so Frightened Rabbit was actually a moniker that uh Scott's mom Marion uh gave to him after uh it's a childhood nickname cuz he was sure. very shy and she just always called him a little frightened rabbit. <laughs> um, he was a 
he was you know writing music solo and uh, decided to use that as the name for his full band uh, his brother Grant as we mentioned is on the drums uh, Billy Kennedy is on the guitar um, and then after this album came out their lineup was completed with Andy Monahan on the guitar and keyboards uh, I really like this little tidbit uh, they had a free demo that they would give out and uh, you just had to email them and Scott said that he would send biscuits, which we know as cookies, <laughs> yes. with the demo. And he said, um, you know, by the time it got to most people, it was probably crumbs. But we, we'd like to think that they just liked that that little personal touch sure. to the demo. And that's just one thing that you got to know about Scott Hutchison is that he <laughs> loved his fans. Um, I've listened to podcasts where he's been interviewed and he had a great sense of humor. You know, I... When you look at it through the lens of his music, he just seems like this really bummed out dude all the time. But sure. he was so funny and so sure. witty. And um, I just love that about him. He was so involved in his with his fans, uh, reaching out to fans who said, hey, you know, I'm depressed and your music has literally saved my life. You know, I saw this tweet where he sent a fan a, a, a hat, a beanie okay a frightened rabbit beanie probably just a piece of that piece of their merch but he hand wrote a note to send with it that was just like hey your parents reached out to me and said you were having a hard time uh it gets better uh don't give up and here's a hat to keep your head warm for those ohio winters that's amazing and it's just like man like oh i wish somebody had done that for him yeah maybe yeah oh. so um all right. Listen, and I saw. I was just gonna say. I saw a quote from his brother Grant that, when they were growing up, you talked about Scott being a frightened rabbit, mm-hmm. and Grant said he was like the op- polar opposite of his brother. Yeah, he ended and up being more of like his brother's, um, like keeper. His brother's sure. Oh, sa- sure. His yeah, savior, yeah, yeah. not savior. Oh, that's the wrong word. But sure. you know, watching out for his older brother when mm-hmm. it should have been the other way. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Frightened Rabbit. They they signed with Fat Cat after Love that. F- after Fiction Records withdrew their offer, which I'm sure they regret. Oh, I um, bet. And the Midnight Organ Fight was released on the 14th or the 15th of April in 2008, depending on where you lived. Um, oh yeah. This is their second album. Their first uh, album was called Seeing the Grays. Uh, Peter Caddis is the producer. He's produced albums for Yonsi uh, from Sigur Rós, uh, The National, Interpol, and the Get Up Kids, which <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really fit in with the rest of those bands, but there you go. Did you see he also, because uh, he's uh, done a lot of mixing for bands too, mm. he's worked with Blind Pilot, Death Cab for Cutie, Interpol and the National too. Oh, I already said The National and Interpol, but... Uh. <laughs> I wasn't listening. I was over here. You never heard this, what I just said? <laughs> Wait, am I supposed to listen to you when you talk? Yeah. Oh, crap. Instead of just waiting for your turn. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I just rattled down my list. I know you did. Uh, this album was very acclaimed when it came out uh, on numerous, numerous year, year, uh, year end best of there lists and decade end best of lists. It got an 8.1 on Pitchfork, if you give a shit about that. I don't really yeah. give a shit what Pitchfork nah. says, but... Um, man, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's get into it. This is what we're here for. We're here to listen to some music, and we we're, are. We're here to listen to Scott, um, at his best. So, track number one of this amazing album is called "The Modern Leper." Mm-hmm. 
cripple walks amongst you all, you tired human beings. He's got all the things a cripple has, naughty working arms and legs. And vital parts fall from his system and dissolve in Scottish rain. Vitally, he doesn't miss him, he's too fucked up to care. Was that you in front of me? Coming back for even more makes Ali the same. Well, you must be a masochist. To love a modern blackboard on his last leg. On his last leg. Fuck. Right? <laughs> Top five favorite album openers right there. Amazing. It is my absolute favorite Frightened Rabbit song. Okay, wow. Uh, oh, so good. Ah, uh, so good. Uh, raw emotion right away. For sure. And you better get used to it. <laughs> uh, you better. <laughs> uh, I really, that's something I can relate to where, and it was funny, again, genius, there was someone who said something along the lines of, that the song, I forget how they worded it, but like the song isn't about someone who, who's an actual leper. Well, no shit. Or like, I don't think he's singing about it. I was like, no, of course, geez. Anyway, but, you know, he's talking about a modern leper as like, he's, he's numb, he's broken, mm-hmm. you know, and he's talking about his depression. It's like, and he, so he even says like, how you must be a masochist to love me. Yeah, and it's like God. I, I really get that sometimes. Yeah, even with my wife now, where it's like, how how why would you want to be with me? Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I feel so broken. Chelsea and, it's and like I, Chelsea and I got back together during this song. Wow, we we broke up briefly, um, but before we had broken up, I bought her tickets for her birthday to see Frightened Rabbit in Portland, and we went as friends. And got it. Like I'm literally like getting emotional just yeah. thinking about it talking about it but um during this song like we both at the same time just like reached for each other's hands and we have been together ever since oh, that's awesome um shit god i love this band <laughs> so i'm gonna go out there and guess that i know the answer to this question but you've listened to the album tiny changes yes the yeah. uh, cover of this whole album uh-huh yeah which I just found out, all of those songs were recorded before he died. I oh, thought it were? was oh. I thought it was a tribute album to him. That's what I thought too. But uh, no, oh. uh, it was all written before he died. So. Because the Biffy Clyro uh-huh. version of this is so good. It is. I love it. I like it. Um, that album's kind of, and I think some comp- of it's hit and miss. I was to gonna me, say, not it's not all great, but, but I dig it. But yes, I dig it. For um, sure. So this is one of three bands that I've gotten a tattoo for. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a tattoo. I got it after Scott died of a jackrabbit. I picked the jackrabbit specifically because of how grizzled they usually look. Uh, Those (laughs) weird-ass long ears and just, uh, you know, they look like they've seen some shit. And uh, clearly Scott had. Um, And then it's got, uh, I'm not the type of person who usually describes my tattoos. I think it's kind of cheesy. But uh, because of this song, it's got a severed like rabbit paw covered in a bloody bandage have i seen this one yeah it's on the back of my arm 
Oh, yes, I have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, God, this song and this band means so much to me. So much. Um, God, it was such a such a blow when he died. I'm just so pissed off about it. Well, just <laughs> still. Just doing the research <laughs> on this was sometimes, you know, start getting down some rabbit holes, reading articles, and, and you know, reading articles from when it happened. And, yeah. Yeah. Reading the, the tributes from uh, musicians and yeah. celebrities after he died. So doing research on this album was kind of like having to relive that again yeah. in a way. Oh, absolutely. I was so depressed last night when I was doing some last oh, minute yeah. last minute stuff. Uh-huh. And just reading uh-huh. through articles. You know, I found one that's it was the headline was um, mother of uh, Scott Hutchinson said he might still be here if help was readily available. Hmm. You know. Because I guess in Scotland, like that, that sort of help is. Uh, so like we've got the suicide hotline. They've sure. got this organization called Samaritans. Okay. Where you call that number, and uh, she just felt like no one did enough to help sure. him. Sure. <sighs> so. Damn. Yep. And on that weird ass <laughs> note, let's move on to a track. <laughs> yeah. Which the title of doesn't make it make any sense uh, after what we just said, but track number two is called "I Feel Better." about that this is basically a, or is a breakup album uh-huh. uh huh so he talks about stowing away his grays yeah which first album was uh sing uh, the grays save the gray yeah so the, gr- the grays refers to his depression yes yeah so he's kind of shoving them down mm-hmm. which again can relate to all this yeah um not all of it i guess but you know i mean i've been been a part of a breakup before <laughs> yeah one or two <laughs> yeah 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 me too believe, but, it, or no, believe it or not <laughs> uh there's a change in lyrics from what i know uh so oh. the the version of the album that i illegally downloaded oh uh, sure so there was a version released where he the very first line is uh i left so in this one it's i left our house without a clue the version i had said i left house without a fucking clue Oh. So I was very thrown off by this version. Interesting. Um, and it's like kind of tying into when I got this album. I wrote them off the first time I heard them. Okay. Like I was like, eh, I don't really feel it. But 
Um, I remember I I lived very close to where I worked, so I was walking to work a lot and listening to music on my walk, and I just, I was like, I'll give this another shot, and just, like, sure, just instantly, just hooked, like, plugged into these guys, so. See, that's the thing that I think about, I wish, uh, this was one of those bands that would come up a lot on like satellite radio or something Mm -hmm. because they'd be related to what I was listening to at the time. Yeah. And for some reason, for the longest time, I don't think I ever listened to to them and thought, oh, I don't like it. But I just think for whatever reason, I never kind of like grabbed the album. I would listen to a song here or there. And then when I finally did, I, I was, it was later than I should have been. I wish I had fell in love with them earlier so i think that's why like i love uh painting of a panic attack so oh, okay. much yeah because when i asked you what album you wanted to do that I, was the first one you said i want a painting of a panic attack because that's one I, I i would say i know most okay and but, i think it's because i started there okay and had to work my way backwards gotcha and i was ha- wondering because i'm like that's not my favorite one i mean there's really great songs on it but yes. you know all i think of is it's the last one before scott well, died yes. and so um but i've also i they had already so i don't know when seeing the grays came out and here's uh, here's why for some reason seeing the grays and the winter of mixed drinks always slip my mind i oh, okay. i know okay. i know like none of the songs off of either of those albums except for maybe swim until you can't see oh Band. god i love that song and i don't know why uh but i'm really only familiar with this album uh, pedestrian verse and uh, painting of a panic attack, um, which is weird to say because I love this band so much, but I'm like, there's two albums that are just like out there for me and I just haven't <laughs> listened to them yet, but I get what you're saying. I mean, so is painting of the painting of a panic attack. Is that the only album that came out after you became a fan? Let me think here now. So what year was painting released? That came out because uh, I so the last time I saw them was on that tour. Okay. And so painting of a panic attack came out. Let me pull it up here. Because I remember it I came out in 2016. Wow. Oh, 16. Five years since I saw them. Holy crap. I must have been listening to them before that album then. So probably Pedestrian Verse. Yes, 2013 actually. is when that came out. Because so. I, re- I remember around this time, like the 2008, 2009-ish, is when I think I was starting to hear individual songs. Oh, okay. Um, but I, it must have been Pedestrian Verse that I was where I started uh you know, hopping on the bus. Yeah, that's so. the one that's got like Acts of Man and The Woodpile. Yes. And, yeah, wood, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just think that uh, I was getting into them, and then Painting of a Panic Attack came out, mm-hmm. and I must have jumped straight into it like, nice new album, you know? It's like when uh, my buddy Cameron asked me what my top five favorite Weezer albums was, mm. and I said, Make Believe, and he's like, wow, that's an interesting choice. I was like, that's because that's the first new Weezer album that came out after I became a fan. Sure, there you go. So is that yeah. why, like, maybe I think why you why jumped I, right that, into that one? Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that's exactly what happened. And then I kind of stuck with that more than any of the other albums. Nice. So one thing I discovered in my research 
and with these articles that came out after Scott died was that, um, you know, they got asked, is Frightened Rabbit ever going to get back together? And they said, no. Scott yeah. Scott was Frightened Rabbit. It's never going to happen. Holy shit, but, I, I, I appreciate that so much. But what they did say was before Scott died, he had recorded a bunch of demos okay. of which the vocals were good enough to use hmm. and that they might sometime in the future release a new Frightened Rabbit album just using his vocals from those demos. Okay. But they're hesitant to do it because they said it just won't be the same without him in the studio, with his input, with his without oh, sure. his, they said his laughter specifically, oh, like his sense of humor. So um, if it happens, great, I guess. But if not, I'm totally fine with what they've given us. Sure. It's like when um, after Elliot Smith died mm, mm-hmm. and From a Basement on a Hill came out, it was just kind of pieced together and yeah. it sounded more like a John Bryan album than it sure. did an Elliot Smith album. And that's because John Bryan was producing it. So a lot of fans are pissed off. I was going to say, he's probably about with, that album because working with what he had. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, sure. Like yeah, he did the best he could, but mm-hmm. it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite Elliot Smith album. Uh, but anyway, we have very yes. much digressed. <laughs> uh, we should get back to the music. And uh, track number three is a fucking great one. It's called yeah. Good Arms versus Bad Arms. Beautifully layered song. For sure. There's always something new to find every time I listen to this song. And again, talking about relating to the lyrics. Not wanting to see your ex. I'm not ready to see you this happy. With another person. Yeah, coming up with excuses on why they shouldn't date. Like, don't brush with him. He might have diseases. (laughs) Totally get it. Yeah, me too. Man. This is a go-to breakup album for me i could see that yeah it was this and the first mumford and sons album sure. for some reason just like really resonated with me like anytime i had a breakup which thankfully uh haven't had one in almost 10 years so <laughs> that's pretty good me too <laughs> noise i'll say my my i mean i didn't oh, i'm a weirdo i've not dated many women mm-hmm. so i've not had many breakups yeah. Um, but I would say that if I had to, like, you know, have a breakup album, 
Uh, it would have been probably uh, Sea Change by Beck. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. That's a breakup album. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, th- I just heard a line in the background that I really like, too. You know, it it's not that Scott was pining for this girl. No. Or wishing they no. could get back together. Like, the, the line in the background I just heard was, I might not want you back. Exactly. Uh-huh. But I want to kill him. Yes. <laughs> That's so, it's so perfect. Because it'd be like, I don't necessarily want to get back together, but I don't want you to be with him either. No. Yeah. It's, I want, it's so damn honest it really is oh yeah so good again just very layered oh I love this part it's kind of funny I there's a, a guitar amp out there that has a built-in like looper. Oh, okay. And yeah. I was like, what would I do with that looper function if I had sure. that, if I had that amp? And my first thought was recreating the part that we just sure. that we just heard. Sure. Because it's just like two or three acoustic guitars playing like these. Yeah. You know, like melodies over each other. Yeah, yeah. complementing each other. Yeah. So that's what I would do. Sure, would be fun. But uh, fun I think we should. With. I think we should move on. We've we've talked about how fucking sad it is that Scott's dead enough, I think. <laughs> and we have to talk about it a little more later. So. Oh, man. Do we ever. Oh, boy. Well, um, well, let's talk about the other Yeah, let's talk about theme. how, how, uh, how, yeah, the other theme of this breakup, shall we? Yes. Um, track number four is called Fast Blood. tough one to know when to turn down yes because uh, there's real no real chorus but the name of the album comes from this song the midnight yep. organ fight uh is a euphemism for sex which we're gonna i said the other theme which is sex yeah sex breakups talks. and yep. uh depression yeah which is a weird combination but uh 
know. It kind of makes sense, actually, I think. Yeah, it's some of the most real songwriting that I've ever heard. Oh, my um, God. Just yeah. so honest. This whole album is painfully honest. Uh-huh. Like, I guess all his songwriting, though, is. It's true. Yep. Um, it's, uh, it, you know, we could talk about how we feel about this album all day long, <laughs> but... Yeah. It, it, if if I were to get critical about this album, sure. I would say that this is one of the tracks on it that sounds like a product of its time. Oh, okay. To me, hmm. I don't know, just something about that guitar intro is very like oh late aughts. Okay. To me, I could see that. Yeah. Um, and I know that Scott has said uh, it, it took Scott Hutchison a month to listen to this album when it was released. Really? And he said oh, there. No, he yeah. said, "I love the album. I love the songs on it, but there is so much sonically that I would redo." Oh wow! And this was years down the line. This sure. inter- this interview, but he said, "I, I'm not happy with the way it turned out, the way that I was back then." I think I've asked you this before. You you've listened to the Gaslight Anthem, right? I have barely listened okay. to them because I was annoyed at how much the singer sounded like Brandon Flowers from The Killers. Oh. <laughs> I was just curious because they're another Glasgow band. Are they? Oh, for some reason I thought they were from New York. Oh God, I don't want to be wrong. They're from Scotland. Oh crap! You're, you're probably right. Don't uh, I don't say probably. I don't know. Soup dog might swoop right? might uh, swoop dog in and. No, we're gonna we're gonna preemptively. Oh boy. <laughs> The Gaslight Anthem. Let's see here. I might be thinking about a different band. Dude, they're from New Brunswick, New Jersey. <laughs> God dang it. I am thinking of a different band. Son Are you of thinking of like the Twilight Sad? Nope, 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 nope. Or uh, uh, We Were Promised Jetpacks? No, <laughs> dang it. Uh, hold on. I know a song. Let me look up the song. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love it. See, we were, we were trying to interject some humor in, and it happened accidentally. Son of a gun. Um, let me just, <laughs> the band I'm trying to think of. Oh my God. I do this every freaking time. It's Las Vegas, which I should know because that's their name comes is, is a mix between Glasgow, Glasgow and, Las Vegas. and Las Vegas. Son of a How gun. How did you mix them up? I don't know. Why do I do the things I do? <sighs> anyway, Las Vegas, uh, actually kind of reminds me. Of like a dollar store version of, I mean, that's mean. I shouldn't say that. They're just they they're similar to me. Okay. I think I mean, partly because of the accent and the singing. Okay. Um, yeah. But, but you've never heard them at all. Ever. I don't know who they are. Mm, I've think, never even heard the name. I think they were a flash in the pan. Okay. I I don't think, I mean, I, they were around. I don't think they were completely obscure. I might. We might do an album. That I listen to, I used to listen to a lot. Now I listen to casually. So let's let's I'll, let's roll with the Scottish theme, and you you do ooh. Las Vegas, and I'll do the Fratellis. Oh, there you go. Okay, we'll keep we'll keep that in the back pocket then. Yeah. I like Did that. I ever tell you about the very brief uh, interaction I had with Scott Hutchison, like in person? And no. I guess I didn't even have it; I just witnessed it. I don't think so. We were outside of. Shoot, I don't remember the venue where we saw them, but uh, we were waiting in line for the concert, and everyone saw Scott come out of the like little pub that they had attached. Oh wow! And this guy in line ahead of me was like, "Hey man, I'm really excited for the show," and like you could tell like f- 
the nickname Frightened Rabbit was oh, like no. it, it was the appropriate <laughs> nickname for him, even yeah. as an adult, because he very shyly was just like, me too. Like in his <laughs> like in his Scottish accent, he's like, oh, thanks, man. Mom. Thanks, Mom. Me too. Oh. And like he just kept kept walking. And it was just like, again, like a very brief interaction sure. that I witnessed. And I'm so glad I was not the dude who asked, like said that to him. <laughs> was he al- Was he by himself? He was. Oh yeah. wow! And he was just like he had. He was like had his shoulders hunched up and his hands in his pockets. Sure. And he was just trying to get past this uh, line of people who obviously knew who he was. Yeah, you know. And he was just like the fake nose and mustache on. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> "Thanks, mom. Me too." Poor <laughs> <laughs> guy. Right. Poor guy. Old, old fashioned is track number five. Let's get into that one. Let's. little bit of alt folk goodness for yeah. you. Yeah, a little uh, be pining for the days you didn't actually live through, but... <laughs> early days of a relationship. It's a me- I think well, it's a yeah. metaphor for yeah, the early I, days, yeah. excuse me, as I burp into the mic, of a relationship. And I've sure. definitely been there. You know, there's... I, I've been married for... It'll be seven years this year with her for almost ten. Yep. But I think back on relationships I've had, and I'm like, those early days were... Great. Yeah. I love those. I don't want to go back to them because it's with someone who's not my wife, but it's like, that was a good time. That was sure. a good, good feeling, you sure. know? So I, I totally get it, you know? In, in this case, Scott is obviously okay with the, with with not being with her ever again, but it's like, I miss that feeling, the, you know? When, when things were just good and easy and fun mm-hmm. and, yeah, I get it for sure. Yeah. That being said... As much as I love this song, I don't have a lot to say about it. It's just kind of yeah. like... It is what it is. It yeah. is what it is. And maybe it's because it's not as real as yes. the other ones. It's a little, so. mo- yeah, it's a little more playful, it's, I guess. Yeah, too optimistic. Maybe. And I'm not for here, him? I'm <laughs> not, yeah, I'm not here for that. Oh, man. You said for him, and it just makes me laugh because there's that song on Pedestrian Verse, Oil Slick. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, I tried to write a happy song, but I just can't. Like, I... <laughs> The, That's as close. The as words I can from get. my mouth are an oil slick. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, let's uh, let's move on, shall we? I think we should move on to track number six. It's called the twist.
twisting I fail The loose tie with the loose limb wrists Lift your dress enough to show me those shins Let your hair stick to your forehead Did you blush then when our hips touched? I can't tell, we are already red I'm alright, you give me the signs Is that pink mist or just lit dry ice? Back to sex again. Yeah, we are. Uh, I picture this song perfectly in my head. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, he's either at a bar or a club. Oh, yeah, sure. And, you know, just dancing with some random girl. He's like, call me by the wrong name. I don't care. Yep. Just let's get out of here and have sex with each other. I just want, like, he wants, I mean, he, I, he even says it. I need, I want, need I want company. I need human, human heat. heat. Yeah. He just wants to be next and to it's, someone. It's, I don't. You know, I used to think like, oh, this is like the early days of the relationship he just got out of. And nowadays I'm like, no, this is like the rebound. Oh, I yeah. just broke up yes. with this person. I'm going to a bar or a club and saying like the first person I meet or dance with. Sure. Like, I just let's wanna, go. Let's go home. Call me yeah. Dave. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Yep. As long as you do what I want to do mm-hmm. together. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is it just pink mist or just lit dry ice you know pink mist you know they say pink mist is what a sniper sees after he hits his mark (laughs) and to me this is like you're so gorgeous that you've just killed me sure sure or lit dry ice which would be nothing it's just yeah it's just vapor Uh uh-huh yeah i love this part where it kind of picks up at the end Mm -hmm. there and they're singing uh in the background they're singing uh where to go I just had it pulled up. They're singing, I'm, it's the year, oh, oh, extra, super, very, extra, super, very. And that's the name of an instrumental later in the album. I was going to say, super that's, that's going to come up. Which, when I read it, I always read it as one word, extra, supervery. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think the first time I saw that, I was like, what's extra, extra su- uh, supervery? Extra, supervery. I don't know what that means. And I was like, oh, know. wait a minute. That's a good one, though. Hmm. Next one's an instrumental, and I think I can make it through that song to get us halfway through the episode so I can take a pee break. Okay. Um, oh, we're at... Check. Uh, First bright. of all, in, in, so we don't catch you guys off guard, this album is 14 tracks long. And we like to pick ones shorter than that, but uh, suck it. <laughs> we made a... We made an, uh, uh, Exception for the for Scott. For Scott. So we're gonna go through one more track. It's called Bright Pink Bookmark. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. Um, <laughs> I wasn't able to find what bright pink bookmark means. No. But all I got to say about this one is that nobody sounded quite like them. For sure. I agree. And with that being said, it's the only thing I had written down for this song. I desperately have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. All right. And we got a ways to go. We're only halfway through, people. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. But... Stick with us. It's good stuff. We'll see you after these words from our sponsor. I guess. Kind of. Our host. Our extra super very special. There you go. Sponsor. Yay. Hey, you've never heard this, listeners. This is Trevor from the Nighthawks podcast invading your space to ask you to give us a spin if you like movies. And I'm Matt, joining Trevor to ask you to join our cult. May not be a cult. Is definitely a cult. On the Nighthawks podcast, we cover new movies, old movies, great movies, so bad they're good movies, and movies from Norway. One movie from Norway, one time. You keep bringing up the Norway movie. One time so far yes, Trevor. so far and it's a really good movie from norway it is a good movie from Norway. it's got stellan skarsgård look this is a promo for the nighthawks podcast do you want people to listen to the podcast or do you want them to watch in order of disappearance can we do both wasn't the point of covering in order of disappearance on the podcast to get people to watch it fair enough watch in order of disappearance then afterwards listen to our nighthawks podcast episode about it or any of the over 100 other movies we've covered you can find us on spotify amazon music apple podcasts google podcasts and at nighthawkspodcast.com Did you make it, Alan? I did. I feel better and better hey, and worse and better than ever. You are running out of here. Yeah, I don't think we got to that part in the song, I Feel Better, but that was my reference to <laughs> Fred and Rabbit. Oh, man. It's, it's good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Man, yeah. I had something really fun I was going to say when I came back in here and I forgot. Well. That's okay. Dang it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We are back. Shall we move on? We shall. We got a few more to go we here. We do. Track number eight is called Head my. Rolls Off. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Did you think it was my? Nope, you were wrong. <laughs> I was.
for that tiny change. Yeah. Uh, Grant and the band slash his family started a charity called yep. Tiny Changes. I love that. It's the name of the tribute album for, or I guess the covers album. Cover, it's not yeah. a tribute album, as we learned. I guess it could be now, but. Could be now. Um, so the song bio on Genius for this said, um, of the song, Scott Hutchison stated, it's not about relationships, just dying and leaving something behind. To which, Pop Cap, which I guess is the publication that asked Oh. Him, is it about atheism? And he replied, yeah, but it doesn't matter so much. You can still believe in that. What matters most is what you do whilst you are alive rather than what you do when you are dead. Nothing to be done then. <laughs> yeah. I guess we can't have an album without a song no. about... <laughs> about atheism? And yeah. uh, he's definitely one of the ones that comes to mind when I just get sad about all sure. the people who don't believe in God. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, man. I wish Scott did. But, um, again, it's like, I'm not going to, you know, there's nothing that can be done about but it I'll now. Say, but aside from that, I love the idea of what he's saying here is is that he he wants to do all he can while he's here. Yeah. And that's why he says that he wants to make tiny changes. Yes. So yeah, that yeah, yeah. he kind of, that's his legacy. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. And absolutely. this song is just another reminder that I cannot pick a favorite one from this album. Oh, sure. I mean, I say Modern Leper is my favorite Frightened Rabbit album of all time, but this whole album is just solid. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, love it. Well, let's keep listening to it. Let's keep going. Let's go to track number nine. It's called My Backwards Walk. Again, something I can relate to. It, every song on this is 
So he's trying to trying to forget yep. her. He can't do it. Mm. This is the song where during my research for this album, I, I legitimately started getting a little teary-eyed listening to it. Oh, sure. Sure. This is the one where I, I had seen the most people cover it after his death. Okay. Uh, so for Spotify singles, Death Cab did it. And they had an interview interview beforehand where Ben Gibbard was just like, I keep thinking of Scott while doing sure. this. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to get through it without choking up a little Damn. bit. Um, Manchester Orchestra cover it. Uh, I think it was one of like the contenders for the Tiny Changes album. Oh, okay. But didn't get on the official one. The official one I actually really hate because uh, Sarah Silverman <laughs> like <laughs> covers oh, it yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, someone named Harkin, yes. which I don't know, but I just don't like That's it right. that much. That's what I said. That love this line. You're the shit, and I'm knee deep in it. Because <laughs> you're the shit means like, yeah. hey, you're awesome, but like, no one wants to be knee deep yeah. in shit, right? You know, one thing we did not mention is the connection. Yes. I was just thinking of that. Are you talking about uh, the Phoebe Bridgers, Julian Baker yep. cover? Yes. Yep. So. That was a nice connection from last episode <laughs> that we, we said we were going to talk about on this episode. and uh, uh, So Julian Baker, who we had mentioned in the previous episode, yep. uh, worked with Frightened Rabbit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, nice little connection there. Like yeah. Mm. All right. Let's move on. Let's move let's, let's on. Let's plow on through this depressing time. <laughs> oh my God. Hope you're all still with us. It's a good album. I mean, please you know. go listen to the whole thing. Right? Do it. You're doing yourself mm. a favor. All right. While you're doing that, keep yourself warm. Takes more than fucking someone 
So basically a response to uh, the twist, mm-hmm. in a way, where he just wanted human heat, and now he says casual sex isn't going to do it for you. No. Uh, huge loss. For sure. Damn it. <laughs> right? <laughs> This is, I hesitate to say this because you didn't get to see them in concert, but this is easily their best live song. Is it? Yeah. Oh, God. The whole room is just like, they got arms around shoulders and just like yelling the lyrics back to the band Uh and just fucking getting into it. I've, I've looked up some like live performances. So like, you know. You know, like the KAXP type stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But I've never looked up like actual concert footage. If oh, there you is should. Any. Yeah. You should. I'll have to see if I can find some. God, they put on the. Oh. Selfishly, one of my first thoughts after Scott died was, I'm never going to get to see them live again. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> I was like, oh, like. Mm. Uh. All right. Well, how about extra super very? Yeah, track or number 11. Extras Bravery. Extra Superbury. Yeah, there you go. It's just uh, reprising background vocals in the in the twist. Yes, it's the year. Oh, oh, extra super very. That's it. That's I don't have much to say about that. No. One. <laughs> so <laughs> let's move on to track number twelve. It's called Poke. Poke at my iris. Why can't I cry about this? Maybe there is something that you know that I don't We adopt a brand new language Communicate through pursed lips And you try not to put on any sexy clothes or graces I might never catch your mouth And present it in my mouth To make you feel you're with someone who deserves to be with you There's one thing we've got going And it's the only thing worth knowing It's got lots to do with magnets And the pool of the moon Why won't our love keel over As it chokes on a bone Mm, 
we can mourn its passing and then bury it in snow or should we kick its content and watch as it dies from bleeding if you don't want to be with me just say and i will go I want this shitty relationship just end. Yeah. Uh, I love that there's uh, another connection between last episode and this one. Where he says, oh, there is. I might never catch a mouse and present it in my mouth. Oh. Kind of harkening back to uh, nice, yeah. dog bringing a bird home. Interesting. I love it. Yeah, that's cool. To make you feel you're with someone who deserves to be with you. Very similar sentiments there. Yeah. That's Way to cool. go. Way to go, PB Bridgers. Um, I feel like it's worth saying that should we kick its cunt in <laughs> is a very, very Scottish reference yes. to uh, it. It just means that phrase means just beating someone up violently. So um, they don't use that word like we do. So, oh, or you, you call your best like, friend. Yes. That we were just talking literally just talking about this word last night over a beer. What word, Kirk? <laughs> it's weird how Americans are just like I don't want to say it because it's uh, it's here it's such a such a derogatory word it is but to them it's like what you know like I don't know bastards you know yeah oh yeah well, you, literally you call your best friend that exactly you know? that's what I'm saying yeah it's like uh, shot of the dead when uh, <laughs> they're at the Winchester <laughs> and uh, Nick Frost's character Ed he just goes can uh-huh. I get any of you cunts a drink. Yes, exactly. And uh-huh. I feel so much better saying that word in a British accent than I yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> than I do, like. <laughs> Just normally, yeah. So I guess, uh, do you know who Pete Holmes is? Wait. He had, like, a sketch comedy show for a while. Oh, yes. And then he had his own, like, talk Actually, show. I was trying to think of his name. I might have been with you in a conversation, hmm. but I don't remember. So Pete Holmes had his yes. own talk show very, very briefly, but yes. uh became good friends with Scott. And, uh, oh, I didn't know that. When I mentioned earlier that I listened to podcasts with him, an interview yes. with him, like uh, it was on uh, Pete Holmes' podcast, You Just Made It Weird. Oh, okay, And on yeah. the very last episode of Pete Holmes' talk show, Scott played this song. Oh, wow. To end the whole show. Sure. Because Pete asked him to. But Scott said, I just want to thank you for asking me to sing that song because that's not one we get to play, like, on television. Oh, you know, okay. everyone wants to hear oh, our singles. And sure. he's like, this one means a lot to me. So Poke is actually one of Scott's favorite albums. I saw... Favorite tracks songs, on the album. Yeah, uh-huh. And he said, <clears throat> in regards to this one specifically, but his songs in general... Um, he leaves the lyrics ambiguous on purpose sure. so that the listeners can empathize with it more, relate to it more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just uh, a really, really beautiful song. It really and is. I wish it wasn't over because I don't want to oh talk. Boy. I do not want to talk about this next song. But we have to. We have to. And uh, So if you remember at the beginning, I said that Scott basically, I don't know, predicted, but... He wrote a song, and this is how this song is literally how, how he, he dies. Died. Yeah, it even in the same place. So the the song is floating in the fourth, and his body was fine found 
on the banks of the Firth of Forth, which, just like the, you know. So, anyway, let me go ahead and play it. So, in an interview with Noisy, Scott detailed that the band, did, the band did not play Floating in the Fourth regularly. However, during the Midnight Organ Fight's 10th anniversary tour, it was part of the set every night. He continued, it's a real thing. It's a real thought. I've gone 90% of the way through that song in real life. But at the same time, it's gratifying. It's heartening to know that I've been through that and I'm stood there performing that song alive and feeling good about it. Ah. And 10 years after the release of this song and less than a week after the noisy interview was published, Scott was found dead on the banks of the Firth of Forth. Yep. Like you said, everything's good until it isn't. Yeah. Everything's okay until it's not. Mm-hmm. And it's just not only is it eerie to listen to, but it it ends on such a high note. Mm-hmm. I think I'll save suicide for another yeah. year. Yeah. But also, in a way, he did exactly that. Again, just I don't. Yeah. I I don't want to say he knew, but. Obviously, it was in his head. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubting well, that. Well, he said, I went, you know, I've gone 90% 90, of the way yeah. through with it. So that's True. obviously the way he had chosen to go out. It almost makes me think that he. there were times where he walked down to that river and just stood there for a moment and mm-hmm. then was like, no. And, you know, all I can think of is, you know, during his final moments, was he like, I shouldn't have done this. Um, but... Again, it doesn't help to think no, about things like that. And no. it's weird that of all the celebrities that I really enjoy who have died, this is the one that just really, really bums me out. For sure. Every yeah. time I think yeah. about it. Well, I think I, just, I uh, think part of it is that, you know, I I don't know, he like wasn't 
coked out and you know partying and yeah i mean he, he had his like a, he had his alcohol dependency sure. but you know he was never in the news like you know acting erratically or getting in you know drunk driving accidents or punching no. people yeah. it was a very quiet illness i mean you're talking about him sending cookies to his fans that are buying you know uh, an ep he seems like a super cool guy yeah so th- i think that's part and then just how open he is with his music too mm-hmm. you feel connected yeah for sure so mm-hmm. i think i say that a lot don't <sighs> I? for sure uh, maybe anyway i don't know that's well, uh not the last track on the album but it's not but but this one is and uh man god i i'm like really bummed that he's gone i'm pissed that he w- it's like the weird feeling anytime someone commits suicide is like i'm pissed that they were selfish mm-hmm. enough to do yes, that yes you know you and i don't know this person i feel like i know this person that's what i'm saying yeah because of how open he was exactly i, I have no connection whatsoever to the to scott hutchison other than his music sure but i'm so angry that he did it well for sure well yeah i mean that's part of that reaction you like you said you get from someone you feel a connection to that does this to themselves Mm -hmm. so let's let's wrap it up let's wrap it up last track uh, it's called who'd you kill now Down the stairs last night. I would lie been a part of that. Heard you push down the stairs last night. I would lie been a part. That's it. That's, That's uh, that. That last track was a bit of a recovery from track 13. Uh, a chance to breathe, I would say, after the... the heaviness. Of, heaviness. Yeah, jeez. Goodness sakes. That's uh, it. I hope you made it through. Me, I know this was a heavy one. Me too. But I'm glad we did it. But I would say, you know, if you have even just for a minute felt the way that Scott felt, listen to these guys. They're... An incredible band, um, incredible songwriting. Um, yeah, but uh, go check them out. What What should we do for the playlist? Holy pick? cow! Um, should I do this one? I made yes. you pick. Oh I made yes, you, yes, I made you, you pick the last. You did. One. Yeah. So go for it. My instinct is the Modern Leper, just because sure. that's my favorite Frightened Rabbit song. But I'm not gonna pick that one. Okay. I'm gonna pick Head Rolls Off. Good. Okay. It's a good one. It is. Um. Yeah. Nice. If you guys want to reach out to us uh let us know how we're doing let us know what we could do better or if you just need someone to talk I was just to saying, and especially in the context of this episode if you want us to write us something that's not going to be aired we'll chat with you yeah you know 
We'll send you an email back or yeah. whatever you want. Get a hold of us. Neverheardpod at gmail.com. Uh, send us a message on Instagram, also at Neverheardpod, or through Facebook. Again, Neverheardpod. Yep. We'd We're love around. to hear from you. We're if out you there. Wanna, if you want us to give us a voice message, that'd be great, too. Um, again, we, we don't have to air it. No. We just uh, you we can stay anonymous. You. you can whatever you want. We want to hear from you. We would love to. Uh, you mean a lot to us, and we're we're glad you're here listening. And, and so uh, glad, you know, honoring Scott's life and his work, and uh, celebrating him with us as well. And and uh, absolutely, we hope you have a great day. <laughs> yeah. Back to our regular scheduled, regularly scheduled happiness next time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all. Thank you for riding along with us here. Till next time. Bye.